In this exciting episode of Insider Investing, we are hosting Megha Tata, who's MD of Discovery in India. In this episode, we cover the transition that is happening in the media industry. We also talk about how influencers are impacting advertising and in general how Megha brings balance to the multiple things that she does with her life. Hi Megha, this is a special episode of Insider Investing for us. Uh, for the very first time, we have an industry leader from media and advertising. And you know, one of the things that happened was when we were going through your profile and we were reaching out to you, I saw that you run Discovery. You're a president of the International Advertising Association in India. You are a biker. You are a yoga practitioner. And you are an Isha volunteer. I was struggling to reconcile how all of these can fit into one CV. How do you make the time for this? Well, thanks Sandeep, first of all, such a warm welcome and a warm introduction. Well, yeah, it is, uh, it is something which I've managed to do, whatever capacity I have, you know, identified time to focus on each of these things because I'm of the opinion that um, one doesn't have to live a life of either or. It is an and world we live in and it has to be an and life. And uh, why can't I manage both or, or, or multiple other roles which I uh, love to play as well. So yeah, I think it is about having the right attitude. Um, and, uh, and that's what I bring to the table. And I always try to say, okay, you know, got to do everything right. And, and the fact is that, you know, um, it's, you can't be perfect in everything. Like you get some, you lose some. So I might not be the best biker. I might not be the best executive. I might not be the best Isha volunteer, and I might not be the best yoga practitioner, but I enjoy every role I play. And I think that to me is the most important that whatever you do, you do it from the passion of it, the love of it, and you do it to your best capability and then let the rest flow. So that's how I somehow managed to find time for everything. <laughs> but it's interesting you say that, you know, that you have to enjoy what you do. And I like just let's go a little deeper into that. It's today, you know, there's so much pressure of performance on work. And even when you're doing something personally, I feel like there are some of us, me included, get very competitive about it. Like, karna hai to ekdam achche se karna hai and all of that. And you seem to have a different philosophy. You're like, like really revel in what you're uh, doing. How did, how did you come to that point? Like, of course I am. And, and, you know, I'm not doing anything like, especially my professional journey has been very, I've been ambitious and I've been competitive, but I came from a point of enjoying the journey than being too, you know, as cliched as it might get, you know, worrying about the destination. And, you know, this is something I've spoken a lot about wherever I speak is that, and I never tire of saying this, but you've got to be passionate about what you do, right? If you come from the point of passion, then it doesn't really matter. I mean, don't worry about, I'm doing this because I want to do this, you know, mm -hmm. I'm doing that because I want to achieve this, but you know, just do it because you love it. Do it because you're enjoying it. Do it because you really feel that every day you want to get up and do something meaningful. That If you come with that attitude, then I think, uh, you know, anything, all the, everything else is a byproduct, you know, everything falls into your lap in many ways. So I think uh, I, I've, I've, I have been ambitious and I continue to be, but it's not at the cost of getting 
like uh, everything has to be kept aside and I will just focus on getting my career ambitions right. And I think that's a waste of life. That's a waste of time. Uh, it's one life you have. There's so much to do. I mean, even what, if you think, if you're alluding to the fact that I do a lot, I, I'm, I'm doing nothing. I mean, I'd love to do much more. You know, I so it's just that the timing, you know, there is a, there is that much you can do to the table. But I know of people who can do even more and there are people who don't who can't even do one thing right. Right. Mm. So that's the choice you have to have. And that's the choice only you can make. And I yeah. chose to play these multiple roles or indulge in some of these things because I said, you know, I mean, life has to go on. And like John Lennon said that, you know, life will pass you by while you're making plans. I don't want to be in that space. <laughs> Love the fact that you talk about the passion and in the moment living it because that's really when your best work also comes out, right? Sometimes we probably overthink a lot of stuff as especially as some a lot of our listeners who are working professionals, they think a lot about every action that they do and what it will mean in the long term. But sometimes just doing what feels right at the moment and enjoying it probably is probably the way to go. And some might find it a bit simplistic and say that we try enjoying it, but you know, still we have a lot to struggle with. But yeah, I mean, whoever said life is a walk in the park. I mean, there is no utopia which exists. You have to create your own utopian existence and you create your utopia. Now you create your place of happiness. You create where you're con- you are content because what makes you happy may not necessarily make me happy, right? And vice yeah. versa. So then why, do, why does it have to be that one size has to fit all? you know your own happy space and your balance you know you create your happy balance or where you manage your professional and your personal roles then uh, it's your choice I mean you have a choice the the fact is that every human being on this planet has a choice to be what you want to be if you choose to make your life miserable that's because you made that choice so you can't blame everybody and the world at large that because of A, B and C, X, Y, Z happened. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't believe in that. I mean, to me, my I follow this thinking based, you know, what my guru speaks. And I really believe in that concept. It's not just because he's my guru, but because I really believe in the cause. You have the choice to be what you want to be. And so you really don't, you know. No, I can I can see the Isha thought process uh, shining <laughs> through uh, across the Zoom call. But... Uh, <laughs> It's also interesting, your own upbringing, Megha, happened across the country. You uh, are an armed forces family member, grew up all over, as you said, Kashmir to Kanyakumari. How, how much of that informs your journey in media and advertising? Well, I think um, I, it'll be a bit too foolhardy of me to say that I knew exactly what I wanted to do when I was a kid traveling around the country with my parents Uh, uh, I wasn't I was uh, you know I I, in fact at that time when I used to move from one city to the other I me and my sister used to always feel that our parents our step-parents you know they how can they take away from every three years some school new friends and you know we don't like this used to cry every time we leave a city and pack our bags and move into another place But I think in the hindsight, that really became a bedrock of who we are as individuals, both my sister and I. And I think the fact that um, there is no other better learning than life and, and, you know, you 
when you travel you you know so much about uh, people and culture and at that age you don't understand that this is good for you but i think all what we absorbed as kids in that in different environments we worked and i mean we lived and uh, studied in i think played a key role in ident- making us as the individuals we are to me was uh, a wonderful um, i mean hindsight like i said it was a wonderful experience but uh, getting into media and entertainment industry was just by fluke you know it was luck by chance as they say and right place right time things just played out this was a it was a there was no clarity i had at that stage what i wanted to do but clearly um, you know i if i was to play my life all over again i would not change anything i would go through this uh the choices i made pretty, you know pretty much the similar way but and so i and life of course brought lots of things in place as well but i i made those choices some were good some were very wrong but they all added a sense of learning to me so yeah you know what the interesting thing like if you if you think about and today probably we don't realize it but there's this one big change that has happened in media today media is dominant we see it all around uh you know you're consuming media on your phone on your tv and what not but go back to 1992 and the early days satellite television was just coming in it was probably not as uh, as much of a hot sector as it is uh, uh, today how has the industry changed and maybe some parts of your journey also right uh, you set up btvi in india from scratch i think almost from scratch i think a very small market share to a very leading uh, news channel talk to us about that whole experience of almost like their entrepreneurial journey within media yeah it's interesting how you put it um so when i started my journey which was now almost 30 odd years ago i think uh, it was a very different world clearly right you know we um, there was only one television channel which was doordarshan uh, you probably were just born then um but uh, we uh, we came from an industry where it was by and large led by newspapers okay so print was uh, you know the largest industry there was no tv there was no radio and there was definitely no digital in that environment when star happened when z happened or actually the first international channel which made its inroads into the country was cnn and that's where the indian audiences saw you know a window to the world during the world war or the iraq war probably that's yeah. right so that was where the first exposure that you can be sitting in india and watching you know an international world play out huge change in the overall uh, i mean of course it was very niche but it was exciting and then when star happened and that completely changed the way uh, people were viewing content i mean uh, to bring in international content like bold and beautiful and santa barbara and uh, you know that that kind of content which something which the the country had never seen and suddenly a certain strata of society was finding that like you know life was based on when bold and beautiful and santa barbara happened i still remember 
people were play, making their social plans based on like i remember bold and beautiful was at 8 8 pm and santa barbara used to be at 8 30 pm everyone said you either come at before 8 or you come after 9 because at one and a half <laughs> like this is my time to it was like very bingeable kind of uh, content it was like the induction of soap opera into india and that was a game changer for the industry and that's when people started understanding the value and the international content and then of course you know other players came see happened indian indian content happened and you know the world completely changed that's when you realize that you know um in hindsight again that we were part of history being made at that time when we joined all of us became with a motley crew who who were part of the like i say they were the original stars of star <laughs> um they we didn't know we were making history you know yeah. but we enjoyed every journey of it we learned through the way we made a whole lot of mistakes we created jargons which became industry norms and that is that's a high very it's money can't buy high really you know and yeah, that's something yeah. you don't know you're doing it why you're doing it frankly okay. uh, but but it's wonderful to know that we were part of that whole uh, uh, you know the whole tectonic uh, shift which happened in media consumption at that stage but from then on till now oh my god has life changed and how it's got even more complicated it's even more exciting and it's even more challenging and i think that is where uh, probably the the overall um, i guess excitement lies for for this industry right now uh, mega i'm glad you think i'm that young but uh, wonder years changed my life so <laughs> I, i i do remember that entire uh, experience we would come back home early from school otherwise we would play cricket but we came back home early just so that uh, we could we could watch wonder years but uh, you know even lately there has been a dramatic shift in uh, how media and how probably you create and deliver content right in the time that you've been running discovery uh there is has been shift almost from or, or what we think in e-commerce or startup world uh, b2b to probably a d2c kind of a shift that has happened right and increasingly now content is now not no longer one to many it's many to many because there are so many content creators earlier studios used to create content networks used to create content today the guy on the street can create content and deliver it using youtube so uh, talk about these two factors the first being how content distribution changed for you at discovery and then this uh, multi sort of uh, shift in content creation where different people are creating content and consumed by different people right so discovery again has been one of the uh, you know uh, media organizations which has uh, been originally a like a linear business like broadcasters mm-hmm. television networks huge um businesses across the globe um mm-hmm. acquisitions happening around the globe buying in you know linear television networks the pay tv networks the free to air networks so it is a very television business and and i think like many broadcasters who realize that you know that there is a business of today and there's a business of tomorrow and that transition had to happen by most media broadcasters but they all happened in various uh, stages of their 
journey right some mm-hmm. people started earlier some people later and some people who haven't started you know you know have a difficult way to survive and some people shut down because they couldn't sort of manage to understand where the how to work on the potential opportunities in media industry so i think for discovery is well it was about understanding that yes we are great network on linear business but there is an opportunity in the in the d2c space like you rightly said we were a b2b player but moving mm-hmm. from b2b to d2c had to be done it wasn't an op- it wasn't a discussion it was not an option you, you had to get into it if you wanted to survive and thrive uh, in this industry so and that's what happened you know so we were probably one of the later entrants in that space but much like in the linear world we have always carved our niche you know we've always been a complementary player we are not true to my what i started in the beginning of this chat was that we are not an either or we are an and as well like if you want you may have your fix coming in from your general entertainment uh, you know desires to watch that content but you also like to watch content like ours you know mm-hmm. and we become the best platform to be a complementary platform into your daily uh, you know content needs which you have we are not competing we are mm-hmm. actually complementing you know and that is why we feel that discovery plus when we launched created that opportunity for even in the ott space because while um, this is how we we did in the linear world because while they were big mass channels fighting the big gc wars uh, discovery created its niche and continues to lead in that even today um, because mm-hmm. there is a there is an audience who would like to watch content like ours and similarly in the discovery plus world also that's what has happened So I think um, it's it's uh, that's where the the world is changing. Uh, consumers, you know, so you know, consumer is the key, right? She needs to be be provided content wherever she wants to watch it, right? Mm-hmm. You don't you you have to follow her uh, wherever mm-hmm. she wants to, right? So if she wants it on TV or she wants it on OT uh, on a, on a uh, smart device or she wants it to watch it on. on the go then you've got to give it to her you don't have a choice so as a as a uh, content creating platforms you know mm-hmm. we are all content creators in some form or the other we have to be able to bring you have we have to connect that dot now earlier mm-hmm. it used to be via now it's a direct now it's about optimizing that um, and hence in my view content becomes even more critical player in the overall mix because consumer is spoiled for choice um mm-hmm. social media has created enough and more opportunities to consume content of whatever they want the duration of content is only reducing you know the ability to stay on to watch any content more than few seconds is 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 like people are saying oh it's boring because it's few seconds if if it's a minute long so you know you're dealing in a very complicated environment right and mm-hmm. so how do you make content sort of um, stand out will be a very integral uh, decision or integral role to play for 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 media houses to survive because everybody everyone's creating great content but so how do you sort of stand out and make it differentiated you know i'm talking about that standing out under your watch discovery pulled off a coup which was to get a sitting head of state on to uh, a show which is into the wild uh, how did you pull that off because 
it was just unheard of to see prime minister modi of all people on a show with bear gorillas in the jungles of india uh, swimming and rafting and what not how did you manage to convince the government with that see if i tell you that i'll have to kill go for it <laughs> we are on zoom so <laughs> no, 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 no i'm just kidding um while well, it was just worked out well i think at both ends was indeed a coup and it was the first time uh, you know the head of a country was uh, in that avatar and i think people were really excited to see him in 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 an avatar they had never seen before so you know it really worked out well and uh, really appreciate uh, everyone who was involved this was completely the team's doing to have put this whole thing together and make that come alive um yeah and it was uh, it was also a breakthrough for break uh, for bear grills uh, because for him to you know i think that become became a big um, uh, ground breaking content proposition in the country in fact that year when we showed it on our network we became the number one network in the country like it was unheard of wow. that an infotainment genre can even be beat the gcs unheard of so in that slot specifically you know we were number one beating all the gc channels so that clearly to your point did say that you know, sort of differentiated content does stand out uh Correct. but it's also that you can't create differentiated content all the time you know you yeah. there are there are a few times you know where one idea sort of just works you know yeah. and similar yeah. kind of promotion and idea might not work on mm. any other platform so sometimes you know there are these crazy algorithms and laws which takes place which make certain things you know completely uh hit the ball out of the park and so but the fact still remains that you need to cre- keep on experimenting keep on bringing in content proposition which will keep that that really spoiled consumer uh, giving him or her the reason to keep on engage on you and your platform so th- right. it becomes that much more tougher today to keep a consumer on to you uh, than it was say a decade ago and i guess then that comes back to the fresh content new ideas in a sense therefore isn't it like more harder now for you to encourage that like to uh, get discovery and the creative teams to start thinking beyond the usual uh, because you know there is youtube on the other side which is competing for attention and somebody out there in some part of the country is creating very innovative stuff without any of us knowing about it yeah absolutely and which is why discovery plus became that platform for us so mm. in fact uh, you know while discovery stood for what it uh, did the plus is what gave us the opportunity to explore so much mm. more so mm. there is a whole lot of content on the platform today which we've never shown on tv before and lot of genres we have explored which we've never sort of done original content for Like mm. the recent show we launched called Say Yes to the Dress. Now it is it is an our international IP, which is a very successful IP on TLC. Now TLC mm-hmm. has a very limited uh, play. You know, it's very very niche. Yeah. But we created an Indian version of Say Yes to the Dress, which is all about the big fat Indian wedding, and the bride has to choose a dress of her choice for her events, customs, whatever they have. Uh, you know, whether sangeet or shadi or whatever. 
and it's doing really well mm. and and people are consuming it and it helps us bring in new audiences like for example discovery plus has a very what had a very male skewed audience profile right because mm. the content was such but we started yeah. exploring in lifestyle content we created this show called star versus food where we had the top people from various walks of life bollywood sports and 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 social influencers who came and created some fabulous khana you know and come, mm. you know guided by some celebrity chefs that yeah. was a big exploration we did we did really well now say mm-hmm. yes to the dress which is in the wedding space is something we're doing and let's see how that plays out and initial reaction is very positive in fact one the the song we launched the promotion song called uh, sajna um, say yes to the dress which was done by badsha has hit, oh, already hit some 50 million new views yeah. yeah yeah so you know so you heard that song yeah i've heard the song and it's interesting right so crazy collaboration happening you have discovery or tlc on one side then you have badsha then you have uh the show i think very interesting stuff happening so that's how yeah. you have to play right you have to keep creating interesting uh, opportunities and engagement of content to keep that consumer happy yeah yeah and the same thing i guess for advertising to uh, right makeup in some ways uh, you know we are used to t- seeing tv commercials etc but now suddenly there's this whole influx of influencers every day we are asked how as a wealth tech platform are we engaging with influencers and working with them how is advertising then changing because again the agency approach on one side and here these influencers who are independent creators a massive change there too right absolutely in fact i uh, the fact is that you know there was a time when celebrities were influencers today the influencers are the celebrities yeah that's a great way of saying it yeah so yeah. that's how the whole ecosystem has changed and uh, mm. they play a very critical role in in um, actually making or breaking a brand or a product or a launch of anything and every uh, a lot of uh, brands and even so media brands are using those uh, influencers to to engage with them to bring in um, uh, to drive a certain point so mm-hmm. yes they will and that is that is a fact we all have to acknowledge there's no point fighting this you mm. have to embrace this change and use it to your advantage and mm. so it is it is tougher for you know marketers and advertisers agencies to now compete with them they have to find smarter ways to find solve because brands uh, find it um, far more engaging if you are able to you know if a influencer is able to create content which is refreshingly different than that 30 second play you know Yep. so not taking yep. away the value of a 30 second commercial requirement but uh, again uh, it, it is a devolution of the industry and and i think we need to find solves the problem of course is that like anything new which happens one there is um, limited data to prove what's working and how it's working mm. you know so mm. there is there's a lot of gut which goes in while you can uh, you know digital is a very data analytics driven uh, medium Uh, but mm. sometimes you still don't know what you mm. paid for like what is your roi happening on that and that's a lot of that's a debate and questions which a lot of marketers are asking today and that's where i i mean we've got to see how that plays out yeah but i guess over time probably measuring systems will get created on top of this influencer layer right i because that's what probably happened when it initially television commercials started and then later on there used to be ways to measure how they performed uh, over a period of time 
Is it too early to call that this is the end of the Mad Men style advertising agency? No, no, not at all. No, nothing, and nothing, nothing. See, that's the thing about most of the people. You know, when 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 televisions came, they said newspaper will die. Then when radio came, they said TV and newspaper will die. Then when digital came, they said TV, newspaper, and radio, everything will die. Nobody died. <laughs> everything is flourishing. Everything is coexisting. I mean, the last report, if you've seen, both TV and digital have grown in India. You know, and mm-hmm. India is one of the few countries which is showing this parallel movement of growth and will mm-hmm. continue to grow because, like I've said in the past, there are many Indias within India. You know, you you cannot one size cannot and will not fit all. And India is one of the countries where you live in multiple centuries at the same time. You are talking. Uh, there is a set of audience who want who who would like to watch content which talks about child marriage, and certain audiences who want to talk about gay marriage. You know, that's the wide spectrum of content uh, creation you want to put out there. So mm. there is an opportunity for everyone to survive. It's just that uh, you have to find a. sustainable business proposition you know mm. we all want to do lots but is it practical where's the money where's the revenue going to come from because the the revenue is the biggest in order the, the the monetization of the digital platform is the biggest challenge right now with with all of this change how should like somebody who's building a career now in in the media space think about it how much like should they index very heavily on the digital systems should they get some experience in the studio system or the network system how like today if you were to do it all over again and think about it and i know you said that you you live in the moment you don't plan it but how would how should a young upcoming professional think about her career in in media now well i think definitely you have to acknowledge that digital is the way like it is it is the present it's not even the future it is the present if you're coming into this industry that experience and understanding is is an important part i mean we came from a generation where graduated from one medium to the other my kids are born in this medium like for mm-hmm. them it's normal and natural to consume social media and so they're they are far more proficient in that than i am you know i have mm-hmm. learned my way but they they were born with it right they uh-huh. so there's a fundamental approach to it and that's the audience we are going to be catering if you look at the large part of our country it is in that age yeah. group if if you go to cater to that kind of audience you need to talk in their language you need to walk that talk and hence uh, anybody coming into this industry who feels that you know i i don't need to understand the digital ecosystem is being a bit naive and mm. i think so understanding that is important um and i think also understand what the opportunities of the future are mm. you know so there are a lot of conversations happening about say ar vr you know how that's yeah. going to sort of metaverses they now the call metaverses yes so now how will that play out in the overall content consumption ecosystem is something um you know would be interesting to see i don't there is no data right now right now these are conversations but uh, but worthwhile to have an eye and a ear on that as well yeah absolutely who knows in the next uh, into the wild we ourselves might be in the wild no very interesting mega and uh, i think there's a lot of change that is happening uh, you personally have been at the forefront of it driven uh, a lot of it 
and how is that this whole meditative approach of and yoga helped you in this journey has it been like a, a sort of a grounding in some sense or is it something that you do on on the weekend and has very little bearing on on your day to day life no actually on the contrary sandeep i think i mean my journey on this path began about i think 7 8 8 years ago or so and i always talk about this again that i i wish it had come much earlier in my life um, you know it completely changed the way uh, i see things and i do things and professionally as well i have grown as an individual that as i have as personally and i think it is you know to me yoga is a way of life you know mm-hmm. yoga is not about finding time to do a certain set of exercises that is mm-hmm. exercise you know mm-hmm. yoga is just being the way you are and that's yoga like doing yoga right now you know mm-hmm. and what does that mean to me is that how you are as an individual you know which is what i started in the beginning is like the choice you have to be who you are and that is of how like you have the ability to be in a particular way because you then create an aura around you and the response you have and and the individual you become the decisions you make how you interact with people your response to what this come back you know this is all interconnected that's right so for me that is just the way it is and 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 it is what it is and i i and that has sort of built me as an individual it's amazing that i've you know ever ever since i started this journey how i have been able to do so much more in the same 24 hours earlier i used to get all so stressed out and you know all ang- you know knotted up and there's so much to do how will this happen now i'm doing far much more in the same limited number of hours we all have in a day and it doesn't sort of drain you out completely of course you have your moments you you human and all of that but it's i think it's just is a very integral part of every human being to have a certain drop of spirituality in yourself because that is uh, an integral part people seem to feel that that's okay that's i'll do when i retire my parents can do that my grandparents can do that i don't mind coming on a weekend and go on a weekend be a weekend yogi or something like that but <laughs> that is not uh, that is recreation <laughs> that yeah. is also you mean you can do that sure but that's not being uh, that's not yoga like a big uh, proponent and a strong believer because i live that life every day and it helps you do better i guess uh, and yeah. and that's that's probably what's important mega uh, one thing we do all ask all our guests as we all, uh, sign off is uh, how how have you been investing uh, uh, the surplus capital that you have do you actually get involved are you sort of are you step back and let somebody else do it what have been the learnings for you around investing so um you know i i am uh, i do have people who guide me uh, and i and i believe that my the biggest guide in my life is my husband of course who you know has been a big um, supporter in in helping me you know carve my destiny in terms of investments and things like that. but i guess uh like most nascent investors um i also go i invest in equity and debt and some bit of properties uh sort of sort of you balance you know you create these buckets and you just yeah. make sure that you're well balanced in those buckets and uh, so that if anything goes up and down you're still sort of 
you're averaging out all right uh, so that sense of uh, basic common sense i bring to the you know we uh, i i work on and of course i do have professional help to guide me through that uh, journey as well because i'm uh, not very self financially trained in that sense so yeah i do get some help on that and you are so good at what you do that it's probably the right thing to do to leave it to a professional uh mega what i'm taking away is this whole sense of balance that you bring uh uh from your life from your journey and what you're doing at a one point of point of time being able to achieve so much it's really incredible to have you on this show uh thank you for taking the time and i really feel that uh, we took away a lot from this uh, really appreciate this thank Maya. you thank you sandeep thank you so much for considering me to be on this uh, platform and uh, really appreciate this chat thank you so much thank you we hope you enjoyed tuning in today and got some great takeaways new episodes of this podcast are out every alternate thursday you can listen to the episode on our website or wherever else you listen to your podcasts if you wish to reach out to us follow deserve on linkedin or you can write to us at social@deserve.in